and out a little bit, but uh, God knows, and uh, she certainly has faith in him. And uh, so let, let's just come on her behalf this morning to the throne of grace. Lord, I bring Sonia West before you today. Lord, I thank you for this dear lady. Lord, I, I pray for her today. I pray for little Bria today, Lord, where she is. And Lord, I pray for your touch physically on Sonia today. Lord, I pray for every part of her body. Lord, I just pray for a miracle today because, Lord, there's more than one thing going on here. And so, Lord, I, I, uh, I just curse sickness and disease in her body today in the name of Jesus. Lord, I, I just pray against degeneration of her bones today. Lord, I pray that it would begin to reverse and you would restore, Lord, what the enemy has taken from her. You would re reverse it and restore it. I ask that today in your name, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for her body, soul, and spirit today, that every part of her, Lord, you would touch today and, and she would begin to see change even now as we pray. Lord, I pray that she would sense something in her body, in her heart, in her spirit today. And Lord, just be encouraged to know that you are working in her life. Lord, I pray for her today in the name of Jesus. Amen. In Jesus' name. Praise God. I'm glad uh, we've got a miracle-working God, and uh, we certainly have that. So I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, uh, I'm a little bit uh, aggrieved. I'm thinking I might have to go to the, what, what are they called? The Fair Work Commission, because I, uh, I had a day off today, and... Uh, and Jill Knights was preaching for us today, and I don't know if you remember the last time Jill preached, but I loved her message, and she told me on, on th uh, Thursday night at the regional event what she was preaching on, I thought, mate, that is going to be good. And she phoned me uh, later last night, and she said, Daryl, I don't know what to do, but I'm sick. And she is just really, really, really sick, couldn't stop vomiting all day, and and can't stand up and all dizzy and says not at all well. So um, I'm preaching, there you go. So, <laughs> but it doesn't, doesn't matter. Like I just, uh, uh, reading the other day and just something stood out to me and I just say, okay, Lord, there we, there we go, we share that. Like God always enables and provides, there's no, no problem with preaching. I, do, I love doing it, I mean, I'm not really going to the Fair Work Commission. <laughs> but just before we do, let's pray for Jill. Lord, I bring her before you today. Lord, I rebuke this, whatever it is, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray vomiting stop in Jesus' name. Strength return, balance return. We speak that in Jesus' name, Lord, over Jill today. And I pray that in just, yeah, today she's well. I just pray now she's well. Lord, that instantly just rebuke it and it be gone in Jesus' name. And I just pray wellness and wholeness over Alan and Jill. Lord, I just speak divine health over them. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. So it's good. It's good to see um, Fred and Kathy, uh, Matt's mum and stepdad today. And, uh, 
and 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 is there anyone else I've missed? It's good to see you. If you're in church, Viv and friend, it's good to have you today, okay? So God is always good. Mark chapter 6. If you've got a Bible, turn to Mark chapter 6, and we'll share some thoughts out of the Word of God today, out of this little passage of Scripture, just expository as we go through it, share some thoughts. Uh, who knows that Jesus is the star of the Bible? He is, it's all about Jesus from the beginning. He was there in the beginning with God. He is God. And uh, uh, for every book of the Old Testament, every book of the New Testament, Jesus is the, it's what it's all about. It's about Jesus. And so here in Mark's Gospel, verse uh, 34 of chapter 6, it says, And Jesus, when he came out, saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion for them because they were like sheep not having a shepherd. So he began to teach them many things. And so here, just one verse we've got to so far, and we see Jesus and we see the heart of Jesus being revealed. Just in, just in this one verse. You know, how many words have we got in? And he is moved with compassion for the people. He's already had lots to do today. He, you know, he, he's human. At this stage, he's son of man. Uh, he's still God, but he's, he's set that aside, and he's son of man, and he's probably already tired. And no, no, not another lot. It's not like that. He's just moved with compassion for the people, wants to teach the people. He loves people. He still loves people today. Amen? And we see his heart just move for them because they're... They're like sheep, not having any, you know, they've got no shepherd. They've got no one to lead them in the way they should go, in the right way. They've got shepherds and teachers who were rules and regulations and they were fudging the rules and it was all upside down and, and it just grieved his heart. And so he had compassion for the people. So he began to teach them many things. When the day was now far spent... His disciples came to him and said, It's late in the day, and this is a desolate place. Send them away. Tell them to go to the surrounding country and villages and buy themselves bread, for we have nothing to eat. So there reveals the disciples' hearts. Get, you know, we're tired. We've had a big day. Get rid of them. Send, get them out of here. Just out of our hair. We, we, we've had enough to do. We don't... Just tell them to get out here and find themselves something to eat. That was their, that was their heart. And uh, heaven forbid that the church of Jesus Christ should ever have that attitude for people. Like, you know, seriously, we need to have the attitude, the heart that, that Jesus had. Uh, but, you know, we see his heart in the next verse, verse 37. But Jesus said, no, nah, <laughs> we're not sending them anywhere. You feed them. Amen, that's it, isn't it? We feed them like, uh, yeah, no, we're not sending people away. We, we, you, you feed them. And, uh, you know, uh, if, uh, if I had my Marshall translation that I've written here today, it would say something like this of verse 37. Jesus said, I have a heart of compassion for lost people. I love them. I want to teach them. I want to provide for them. I want to set them free. I want to heal them. Don't send them away. You know, like I'm going to look after them. That's that's what Jesus is doing here. 
But it's why, it's why we do what we do, isn't it? It's why we do Christmas hampers. It's why we do emergency food relief. It's why we, we help people as much as we, you know, as we can, you know. Like, Jesus has still got a, a heart for lost people, and we're the only Jesuses that people are going to see. And that's why we do what we see. They mightn't see him walk into their home with something today or to say, hi, over the fence, how are you going today? We, we're it, okay? And we represent him. It's why we do all the things that we, we do. And um, it's why we teach people, you know, about making wise choices, of, about giving when we take up offerings because we don't want to see them stuck in the situations they're in. We want to we see God's word set them free, and so it's why we teach all the things we do. Money, offerings are never about us getting money. You can give, you know, we want you to give. Put your last dollar in. We'll take it off you, man. We'll, it's not that. We, it's sowing and reaping like God looks after us. God provides for us. We want to teach people the, the principles of the kingdom, of kingdom living, and that's what we do. And so uh, love, so important, isn't it, to have a heart of love? Yeah. Who has ever heard of John Lennon? Hey, all you need is love. Had a trumpet, didn't it? All you need is love, love. He wasn't far wrong. They probably probably had a few different ideas about it, but he wasn't, he wasn't far wrong. Uh, God is love. And if God didn't exist right now, just went out of it, if that could happen, it can't, but... You would, you would feel different straight away. You couldn't love without God. God is love. See, people in the world get the advantages of God without even understanding that a lot of the time. His spirit's here. He's in the world and he is love. And people don't understand that. It's such a powerful thing. But, um, and I just want to say today, the mark of Christian maturity, of how big you are in God, is not how well you preach or how well you sing or play or how well you serve or, or uh, uh, greet people at the door, whatever. You, you know, the mark of Christian maturity is how much we love. It's how we get on with people. You know, I, I know a man that I used to, uh, used to be in church with him when I was a young fella over in Kyabram and he doesn't go anymore. Ah, church is all up the creek. God's revealed his truth to me and the church doesn't do what I know. So I don't go with it. And the truth is, it's just he can't get on with anyone. He's fickle and hard to get on with. And if the music's two decibels higher than it was last week, he gets upset. And uh, if it's two decibels lower, it wasn't loud enough, I couldn't hear. He can't please whatever. It was too hot today. And next week it's too cold. And no one else can tell the difference. But you know what I mean? Like... And the truth is he's not mature in God at all. He just can't get on with people. If you love people, you've got to get on with them. If you really, truly love them, you'll learn to do it somehow. I know we're not going to always get on with everyone the same as everyone else, but, you know, the, the, the attitude is that we love people. Love's a choice. And uh, Jesus chose to love, I tell you what. And so the marker Christian maturity is how well we get on with each other, how well we love each other. Just let me read you one verse from 1 John, chapter 4, verse 12. It says this in my old King James, no one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love has been perfected in us. 
Let me read you from the New Living Translation, that same verse. No one has ever seen God. And so uh, they saw Jesus, but as far as uh, uh, in his, uh, you know, as far as deity goes, like not when he's glorified, not when, uh, not now we haven't seen him, you know, and uh, uh, but we but we have seen God, but not in the physical, like I think John's writing here. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us, and his love is brought to full expression in us, is what it says. And so what, all it's really simply saying, when we love each other as God wants us to do, people start seeing God through us. I'm just reinforcing what I've said. Like, his love is brought to full expression or to perfection in us. And that is an incredibly honouring thing for us. But have you ever had someone say there's something different about you? And what, what is, what's different? We're not, we've got two legs and arms, same as everyone else. Like, it's, not, it's, it's the God thing in us that people sometimes pick up. And I pray we'd see that more and more and more and more and more, I really do. Because we are different, amen? And we really, really, really need to love each other. But I need to get back to Mark chapter 6, verse 38. Because the disciples, you know, he said, you feed them. And they said, well, what we're, like, fair go. So if I, if I just said to Pam, look, I think we should give everyone lunch here today. Just go out and get it ready. What would you do? I know what she'd do. <laughs> I'd get an angry look this way and uh, the words would be, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Haven't got anything, you know, but they literally didn't have anything. But that is probably not true because they did have something. And, and there's a real principle here that, the, 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 you know, the words trying to teach us, like it's, uh, they did have five small loaves and two fish. Jesus said, well, go and find out what you have got. No, we haven't got anything. No, no, no. He said, go out and find what you have got. And so we got five, haven't got enough, basically the answer is. But see, that's not the answer in Christ, is it? You know, and Shane Baxter, our state president's never been here and he, he couldn't believe how we could own a building like this and how it could look like it does. And he was amazed at our worship. He said, I've never heard better than this anywhere. And, you know, he was a praise God. But, um, but why not? We give what we got to him. And is that enough? You know, like it is. And sometimes all you got is yourself. Give yourself. You know, like you'd be surprised what God could do through you. If he can feed 5,000 people from five small loaves and a couple of fish, and, and you know, and I reckon they'd only be little fish because I, I have problems with fishermen and all the big fish they catch, and I never see any. Like, sardines are only that long, didn't I? Yeah, caught a sardine. Greg tells me they go fishing, but I want evidence. I want to see fish online. I just, yeah. But they didn't have enough. That's, that's, that was the deal, wasn't it? But I want you to see something here. And so he got them to sit down in, in groups, etc., etc. And they sat down. And verse 41, And when he had taken the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven, blessed and broke the loaves, 
gave them to his disciples to set before them and the two fish he divided among them all. Did you notice that where he looked? He didn't look around, he looked up to heaven. Why did he look to heaven? Simply because if you want to feed 5,000 plus with five little loaves and two fish, you need help and you're not going to get it from earth. Amen, it's pretty much as simple as that. You're going to have to look somewhere else. But you've all been in places, I'm sure, where you need something and you can't get it from earth. A lot of people think the government's the answer. The government is not the answer. Let me tell you, they can never provide what you need at times. And uh, seriously, and uh, uh, Smith Wigglesworth once said, you never get anything from earth, you've got to break into heaven. And as Christians, there are times we've got to learn to break into heaven in prayer to get what we need and draw it from heaven to here now. Amen? Yeah, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And uh, there's many, many things, you know, finance, I don't know, healing, whatever else. There's so many ways that God can provide for us. And, and they might not at sometimes seem to your heavenly ways, but you've got to break into heaven to get the answer. I remember one time we just we were in just about at our wits' end and in business and you think business is great. Business people are just loaded with money. You think like yeah, you just work and you send bills and everyone pays you on time and yeah, it's just heaven on earth. And like it was bad times and it was rain and dale and. Jobs are getting cancelled and I'm getting penalties because I can't finish because it's underwater. And why is that my fault? I don't know. But we, we, we were just desperate and just, God, we just prayed. That's all we got. We just got Jesus. And uh, we, we just felt that was enough, but that's all we had. And we just prayed, God, we need you. We need you. We have nothing. We are at our, well, there's nothing we can do. We're at we're at that, that place where there's, there's just nothing more we can do. The bank says, more money, go get lost. You've got too much already. And so we go to church and this guy comes up to me and he says, I don't, I've never done this before. He said that was in Wodonga and he said, I, I wrote out a check here for, oh, I think it was $10,000. He said, I just, God told me to give this to you last night. He said, I need it back. But he told me, you need it just for a bit. And I said, oh, and I said well, is that God? I don't feel like taking it off this man. But it had to be God. Like, how did he know the amount of money? No one else knew but Pam and I. And so, uh, th- thank you, Jesus. Thank you, I won't say his name. And, uh, yeah, a week later, someone paid a big bill that was owed, and then someone else paid, and then it all come in, and everything balanced up, and we gave the money back. But... There's just times you've got to get into heaven to get it. It's not going to come from earth. Amen? Like the grace of God is heaven's resources available now to us. And sometimes, you you know, don't do that. You've got to break into heaven in prayer to draw those things into the narrow of your life. And it's a powerful concept, folks, but it's kingdom living and it's truth. Amen? And so God, God provides for us, but we really need to take that up. So he looked up to heaven, and with the, uh, what he had, he fed all these people. In Matthew chapter 6, and I'll finish here today very quickly, uh, uh, Jesus was teaching them on prayer. And uh, 
just a few quick verses or I will run right out of time because we want to come around the Lord's table too. But uh, Jesus said this in verse 6, But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret and your Father who sees in secret will reward you, will answer your prayer in other words. Notice what he said. And like uh, uh, George Mueller who uh, back at the in the two centuries ago had all these orphanages in, in, uh, in, in England um, back after the war and uh, uh, there was just poverty, like it was a terrible time. There was just lack, 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 lack. And this guy starts up orphanages like, and, and so many times there was trays of food left on the doors, heated food, and there was no one there. Like, you know, like God provided supernaturally time after time after time. One time the people running the certain orphanage, they, they prayed, they gave thanks for the food. He told them to do that. Just put the plates out and give thanks to God. Even if we got nothing, we're thanking him for what he will provide because he will provide. He promised me he would provide. And so they did. And on one occasion, they had nothing and they heard a, a knock at the door and they went out and right down the end of the street there was two look like men in brilliant white clothes walking the other way <laughs> like obviously angelic visitation that God sent food like amazing things but what I love about this man and his wife they decided when they got married that they would always go to God with their needs and they would never tell anyone else what they needed only God and at one stage he agreed to take up a pastor in London at a, a little church in London and it was uh, really rolling in, in, in big money, they offered to pay him a pound a week. And that was uh, probably, you know, a reasonable wage then, sort of. You could, you could probably just live on that, you know. And so they turned up and preached the first Sunday, and the treasurer said, I'll give you a pound every week. And he preached this great message, and the power of God hit the place. And so half of them were on the floor, and the treasurer didn't give him the pound. And he got home and his wife said, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? He said, we've told Jesus. He said, here, we, they prayed. They said, Lord, we have no money. And so someone came along and he said, I don't know what, what's got into me, but God told me to give you a pound. And so they got the pound and the treasurer forgot. He didn't, next week he paid them. He, he mustn't have been a good treasurer. So he, every, now and, every now and again he forgot to pay them. Every time he did, someone come and gave him a quid. And I, I love it that they weren't going around saying, oh, it's hard this week, Ian and Betty, yeah, we've got nothing to eat, you know, the treasurer didn't give us his quid, you know, and oh, it's so hard, like, will you give me? They told no one but Jesus. <laughs> and he provided for, I love that, amen? But you can reach into heaven, folks, amen? It's a great way to pray, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, may your will be done in my life in every way as it is in heaven. Amen? It's such a powerful, powerful, powerful way to pray. And uh, give us this day our daily bread. By your grace from the resources of heaven, I ask my needs be met today, Lord. It's a great way to pray. Amen? It really is. God is able to bless us abundantly. But there's things we need to do about that. Praise God. Yeah. Didn't complain about being given too little for the job. I can't say I've never done that. <laughs> can't say I've never done that. There's times, oh God, this is so hard. Why is it like this? 
Oh, frustration can get that way sometimes, can't it? But God's got grace, he understands. But there are times when, folks, I'm just encouraging you today to look into heaven. Because that's, that's where it's going to come from. Amen. It's where healing comes from. It's where resource comes from. You know, just, yeah, just oil. Oil's a type of the Holy Spirit, and I'll finish very shortly, Greg. Uh, uh, I just, uh, just really feel in my heart today that uh, uh, olive oil, it can be a medicinal, it can have medicinal properties to it, oil, can't it? Different oils and oil is a, is a type of the Holy Spirit and I just see and I really don't know entirely who I'm talking to today but it's more than one family, it's more than one person but I just see the oil of the Holy Spirit being poured into your family today and I don't know what it's about, I don't know whether people aren't getting on or there's disagreement or Whatever, I really don't know whether there's problems with children, I don't know. But I just sense today that if you'll let him from the resources of heaven, God wants to pour the oil of the Holy Spirit into your situation today. And you're going to see change, it's going to be different. I just want to prophesy that over you today, I want to speak that over you today. I believe you're going to see that. Praise God. And so folks, in the... Uh, just the time we have left, I, I just want to hand over to Greg. And Greg's just going to take us around the Lord's table this morning where we, we remember the great things that Jesus did for us. Amen? Thanks, Greg.